This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone. My name is Zakir Muhammad, and I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivator, strategist, author, and world traveler. This Living Legacy Podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are single and married. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. So today on the Living Legacy Podcast, we have a very special episode. I wanted it to be generic also, not just to current times, but also for the rest of the times, right? Because current time, this is the new normal, but there's definitely ways that we can continue to be more positive and uplifting. And so today I have a, the guest, a wonderful guest, Katie Janita Jones. She is a manifestation coach and a woman's circle facilitator with a dream to change the world through women's empowerment movement. So she started Manifestation Circle to share the power of leveraging community manifestation and to do her part in healing the collective sister wound, keeping women from changing the world. So the women are very powerful. We know this. The world is finally knowing this. And we're going to talk about that. She also has the Woman Manifester podcast. So think of it as Manifester, but Woman Manifester podcast. So hi, Katie. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Thank you you so much for having me, Zakira. I really appreciate it. I'm doing great. Thank you. Perfect. So we're going to talk about all things positive, right? I think that's at least the contribution we can make um, in this world during this time. And I wanted to start off with that, with this quote that went viral not too long ago, but I think it's very relevant to what anyone else is feeling and also very relevant to our conversation. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. So the quote is by Leslie Dwight. What if 2020 isn't canceled? What if 2020 is the year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw, that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change, declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. 2020 isn't canceled, but rather the important year of them all. Wow, right? Wow, yeah. But what else did you feel when you, when you hear that quote, when you see that quote? What did you feel? I know I'm like, yes, honey. <laughs> but what yeah, did you absolutely. Feel? Yeah, so Zakira, as you know, I'm in the coaching industry. I'm in the industry where we... Really, I mean, that industry really took off during 2020 because it's the time when people are realizing that all of the goals that they set for 2020, all of the dreams that they're like, this is my year to do this, to quit smoking, to say I love you, to say I quit, you know, they called those things in. And there was this huge energy, like the, the energy of 2020 was the energy of transformation. I mean, just if you just talk to anybody, you know that that was going to be a big year for them. Um, a lot of people, I mean, it's my, it's going to be my 10 year high school reunion this year, (laughs) you know, it's a big year. So the energy going into 2020 was the energy of transformation. Now you cannot, as one of my mentors, Catherine Zinkina says, you cannot park your new car 
where your old car is. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. So here we are going through the inevitable shifts collectively that we all manifested together. We all manifested this. We all said that we wanted 2020 to be a year of change and transformation. And here it is. And I think that quote perfectly wraps that up. And I'm so glad that you, that you brought up that quote. Me too. I just the put the power of also woman intuition, right? Because I'm like, I'd had my generic, you know, flow of this conversation, but something just came to me. Like as soon as I saw your face and pull up that Leslie Dwight quote. <laughs> so well, even, you know, when you talk about your intuition, my, my dad always told me that a woman's intuition is her strongest sense. And I think that's absolutely right because we know the cycle of transformation. We go through it on a monthly basis. We transform our bodies without even thinking about it. It just happens. And we go through that feminine flow however many times in our lifetime. So yeah, we are equipped to thrive during these times and to not really be surprised that this is what we called in. So speaking of being equipped to thrive, I feel like a lot of women do not know this about themselves, that it's already in them. What are your tips for awakening the woman in that manner? Are you, are you asking about the fact that a lot of women are not in tune, yeah. aware of the, uh, yeah. Okay. So that awareness was stifled down um, for generations and generations and generations. And it's, still there. That's the best part about it. That fire can never be completely stamped out. So the good news is, is that if you are listening to this and you're thinking, wow, I don't think I have that sort of connection that they're talking about with my intuition or, you know, with even just like myself, I don't have that type of connection and love and reverence for my body and its cycles and Okay, well, you can, you know, and we can, and, and so just the awareness that you now have, like that's step one is knowing that like, guess what? You as a woman, you are a portal, the only portal on earth between the spiritual world and the physical world. So, <laughs> and men have this capability too. Men can communicate with their intuition and obviously, but as women, it's, it's our gift and something that when we learn how to trust it can really transform our lives and our communities. Throughout time, we have been taught not to listen to this, right? So with the intention going forward of, so that's step two, step one is awareness, step two is intention. Hey, I really want to get closer to my own inner wisdom. I want to know my own emotions better, right? I want to know my desires more clearly. Just setting the intention that you want to know that, that is step two. And step three is continuously surround yourself with people, conversations, books, music, activities that really get you into the energy of what you want to be feeling in your life. So joy, passion, pleasure, love, healing, abundance. So, you know, that might look like going on a trip for you. That might look like setting aside more in savings for you. That might look like dancing in your room 
every single evening. For, you know, for me, it looks like a morning devotional where I wake up and I go through a series of internal chants and mantras. And really it's like what it is, it's a practice of mindset. It's, a, it's setting my mind to what it is that I want during the day. And so that helps me to move throughout the rest of my day with grace and ease. So that final step is really self-care, what it boils down to. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you're going, we're flowing right along and on the same equilibrium because that was my next question of what does self-care look like for you and how can self-care be defined for other women? So for me, self-care is time in nature. Self-care is frequent massages. Self-care is eating according to my body's unique constitution and needs. It means sleeping eight hours at least. <laughs> and right now I'm in, a, in an Ayurveda course where for the full year I'm studying Ayurvedic practices, rituals, self-care techniques, cooking, and what I've always been amazed at so far in the curriculum is that what it really boils down to is stress. Um, that's the first thing that you always look at in any sort of imbalance is what kind of stress is in your life. So I have been actively, since taking this course, actively removing stressors in my life as part of my self-care, and I have loved it. You would think that removing stressors would mean that you make less money or you're less successful. And I've found the opposite to be the true. When I remove stressors, I'm actually attracting more clients with ease. So for me, self-care is time in nature and really actively keeping my schedule, daily activities in the realm of what feels good. And so that's what I would recommend everybody do. I'm not a doctor. I can't make medical recommendations, but I can tell you that if you prioritize feeling good, then you're going to feel good most of the time. I mean, that's just how it works. Are you ready to start your own progress? Now is the best time for you to share your story. Your story needs to be told. Sign up with my promo code LEGACY at signup.libson.com to get 45 days of free hosting. That means this month and next month free. So visit signup.libson.com and use promo code LEGACY. I also wanted to add that I feel like self-care is also, is not selfish and self-care does include saying no. Yes, it does. You absolutely have to say no. So in my morning ritual that I referenced earlier, I basically cleanse my chakras where I just focus on each energy center in my body and just speak to it saying, you know, I'm grounded and supported and rooted, deeply nourished. And then I move up to my um, second chakra. And so I go all the way up through. And when I get to the voice um, the other day, I couldn't quite get past it. I noticed that I was not voicing what it was that I wanted to voice in, in a certain relationship in my life. And so I had to um, cleanse that and say, no, I'm actually not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. And it was really well received, right? We're always so scared that if we say no, that someone's going to be offended or be mad. But, you know, depending on how you say no, that's usually not the case. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's also a matter of 
no matter what kind of relationship really is in your life. Because when you do focus on you, when you focus on being more positive, when you focus on more gratitude, and also, like you said, removing the stressor, but also removing in the sense of focusing your direction on where you're, you're meant to be. So sure, you may be used to the trauma response of if you say no, there are some people who are not used to hearing the word no. And at first, yeah, they may react to it, but it's not you at all. It's not the way you said it. It's the fact that you did say it, that it's making all the difference in the world. And so that, that's definitely very, very important in regards to quote that I've been keeping in my mind of like guide me to speak the truth, even if my voice shakes. Mm. So just being able to speak up and no matter how people may perceive it, even if your voice shakes, right? Because most of the time, I mean, if you try to have the strong woman syndrome, most of the time it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt anybody's feeling or I don't want to be seen as, but really it's just a matter of speaking up and speaking out for what you want and what you feel. Absolutely. Now we are coming to the end of it, but I wanted you to give a few takeaways on how women can continue to make 2021 from now, from here on out, changing that mindset of being more positive, embracing your spirituality, and just making the most of the remainder of the year. The first thing that comes to mind is that what you focus on expands every single time. Every single time, what you focus on expands. So if you focus on the things that you don't want, now that this is in your awareness and in your consciousness, you're going to notice people more often. You're going to notice people who say things like, oh, I hope I don't fall. I hope I don't fall, right? They're putting their energy on what they don't want. And where you put your focus is where energy is flowing. So putting your focus on the things you do want, like I'm steady and I'm balanced, I'm steady and I'm balanced, can really make a difference in your life and in what it is that you manifest because your words are your wand. What you say will manifest every single time. So if you're saying things like, I'm never going to get through this or I'm having no luck with this. I shouldn't be doing this. Just talking down on yourself. Recognize recognize that's what's happening. Catch yourself in the moment and say, ah, oh, that's just a thought. Those thoughts will trigger emotions. So actively tuning yourself to, so this is, this is the second thing that I want you to do. I want you to take time out of your day to actively tune yourself to the energy that you want, actively tune yourself to the desire that you want, to the outcome that you want. So that can mean taking some time out of your day to journal about your desires, to journal about um, a particular outcome that you want, or to just list affirmations that feel good. Like things are always working out in my favor. You know, this is my, this is my year. I'm going to manifest this. Talking yourself into whatever it is that you're, that you're want, that you want to experience. The last thing that I, that I want to really touch on is in this process of calling in what you want, calling in the transformation of your, in your life that you want, as we've noticed, 
so far in 2020, you will have to face some shadows. There will be doubts that come up. There'll be fears that come up, limiting beliefs, unhelpful stories, timelines that were made up by somebody else and, and imposed on your life will come up as you are calling in what you want. Know that when those thoughts come up and those feelings come up and you're feeling down on yourself and you're feeling bad or like you can't make it, you can't do it, you can't manifest it, just take a deep breath and know once again that those are just thoughts. They're just thoughts. And if you let them go on a cloud, if you just let them kind of fade away into the distance, you can bring yourself back to the energy of positivity and love and light and truth really is what it is. And that's not to say that bad thoughts are bad or, you know, that you should punish yourself or be hard on yourself. If you have those types of thoughts, know that just the desire to look at them, face them and say, where did these come from? What do they have to tell me? Like, what are they trying to say? And then realize that there's just ego thoughts. It's just, it's not even who you actually are. So you can look at them, release them, feel them to their fullest capacity, but don't dwell in them. Allow them to flush through your body in whatever way, shape, or form they need to. For some people, they like to go on runs to release that type of energy. They like to exercise. For others, it's screaming into a pillow. For others, it's you know, journaling. So whatever calls out to you for releasing all of those thoughts, maybe it's counseling, maybe it's mentorship, whatever feels good to you and nourishing to you as a way to heal the unhelpful shadow aspects of you that are kind of like, that are coming up during this time, know that there are resources out there. I mean, that's what I, that's what I do is help support people through their shadow work and through really facing those things without pushing them aside and saying they don't exist, but honoring them, feeling those emotions, and then really truly healing them um, yourself. You can do that. You can heal yourself. <laughs> it's amazing. The light work of intentionally tuning to the, the affirmations that you want, but then also not forgetting the shadow work as well. Absolutely. And I do believe in the power of speaking um, in the present tense or even the future tense. So I've been encouraging uh, not only myself, but my own peers to simply say, like I was talking to my one of my best friends earlier today, and she was just, she literally asked, asked and answered her own question. I was just guiding her along the way. She's like, what do I want? Like, what do I want right now? Like, I feel so stuck, but what do I want? I'm like, lay, lay that out what will you do? What do you want to do? And so just saying that I want this, or I will have this, or I will do this is much better than I wish. Or if I didn't, it's very powerful. It's very difficult. Also, if you used to that type of negativity and used to not having that source of tapping into your inner self. So it's definitely hard and challenging. But if you follow all of the tips that have been given in this episode, you will be a new person. I mean, it takes 21 to 30 days to develop a new habit. So if you are consistent with it, you'll be a much better person. Where can anyone find you on the web if they want to just continue to feel your light on the web? Where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me at Womanifester on Instagram. Um, womanifester.com and my podcast is also womanifester so that's on itunes and 
Spotify and a bunch of other the other ones. I know most of the people, I always look at my podcast stats and most people are looking, listening on iTunes and Spotify or Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So I'm on all of them, I'm pretty sure. So that's spelled W-O-M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-E-R, Womanifester. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you, Katie. This has been a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yes, this this whole shift that we're going through, everything is a blessing in disguise and working out for us. Absolutely. There's a silver lining in it all. So it's definitely going to be something bigger than us that comes out of us. And I just can't wait to see it. Me too. Thank you so much for having me, Zakira. Let's keep the conversation going. Follow us on social media at Living Legacy Podcast. Leave a comment, introduce yourself, and tell us how the podcast has inspired you. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.